Hello again and welcome to episode 47 of Beyond the Iron Sea, the podcasting equivalent of Denmark at the 1992 European Championships. Now, in all honesty, we weren't really expecting to be here again so soon. Now, about 24 hours ago, um, after weeks and weeks of procrastinating, Chris and I finally got together um, to record a podcast that we've been writing and planning for, for absolutely ages. And we kept on having to postpone, and then finally we get around to doing it, and then... Then we were taken completely by surprise just a few hours later that all the details about what we'd been predicting came true. And not just about the race, but also the announcement of some confirmed live dates in summer 2010. So, this episode is dedicated to today's announcement about the next phase in the band's career. Indeed. All aboard the night train. That's pretty corny, wasn't it? Yeah. Beyond the So, just to confirm, Keen will be releasing their EP, Night Train, on 8th of May 2010. Night Train, the crime fighting train. <laughs> um, I guess all that talk of Night Trains on the band's website, it was probably inevitable that they'd, they'd weave it into a song or uh, you know, a title of a release at some stage or the name of a tour or something like that. Yeah, or a t-shirt slogan, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, just to, to recap, it's an eight-song EP. Um Officially, it's been called an EP um, rather than the mini album. It's um, it's almost an album length, isn't it? We were looking at other albums. Uh, well, the thing is, the, mo- the you know I was going to say the modern thing to do. You know, albums are getting shorter. You know, the editor's album was nine songs. The mm. new um, Julian Casablancas album that's eight songs. Um, but you know, you look back at some classic albums of the past, Born to Run, eight tracks long. Mm. I'm pretty sure um, Talking Heads mm. is uh, what's their big album. Pl- we should have researched this. That, <laughs> I'm sure that's only about eight tracks as well. But you know, I think, you know, it's EPs are usually sort of six six tracks long, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so I guess what it's going to come down to is runtime and semantics and so on. But what price will it come at? Will it come at an album price or a mini EP well, price? Well, exactly. Um, I, th- I think the um, the telling thing was the, um, the News of the World carried an interview with Tom uh, this morning. Um, and he didn't refer to it as a, a mini album or an EP. Uh, he referred to it as an eight track. Which um, I think is, is, you know... That's something different, isn't it? Yeah, c- completely different entirely, unless it is actually coming out on 8-track, which would be quite cool. Um, anyway, we don't have a track listing um, yet, but what we do have are almost all of the song titles. Um, so just to, to run through them, Chris, the first one? My Shadow. Yeah, we, we talked about this before um, on the podcast, that Sing As My Shadow was a bonus track for a very, very few select people when yeah. Perfect Symmetry came out. It was ripe for a proper release, and I guess this is it. Yeah. So th- the ones that we don't know anything about, um, the ones that are new to us and new to you, um, Back in Time. Um, it's been described as a thumping dance tune. Um, and then you've got your two um, your two canine tracks. The first one, uh, Looking Back, which is based around the Rocky theme, uh, another another upbeat number. Um, I don't know if it's also a thumping dance tune, but certainly an upbeat tune. Um Shall we have a listen to the Rocky theme just to, to put just, you in the just, mood? Just remind ourselves of that musical great. So that's got um, a rap section from Kanan again. Um, as, as has Stop for a Minute, um, 
about which we know absolutely nothing. Um, Sounds like from... a good keen title, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, stop, stop for a minute. But I think probably the, I mean, to my mind, the two most interesting tracks, um, all respect, obviously, to our Canadian Somali friend, Kanon, the two most interesting tracks for me um, that have currently been announced are uh, Your Love, which is a ballad, which, uh, you know, perhaps you wouldn't think would be very interesting, except for the fact that it has a lead vocal on um, from Tim Rice Oxley, which is his... Um, that's the first time Tim's going to have taken lead vocals since uh, we're back on Sunshine for the Hopes yeah. and Fears album. Although curiously, he never, you know, he never did those vocals live, did he? He always, no. uh, he always deferred to Tom. Uh, I'm definitely interested to see if um, that song gets played live with Tim in centre stage and Tom at the side, at the back, playing piano. I was thinking having a crafty fag off, uh, <laughs> okay. you know, sucking on a silk cut while Tim gets on with it. Um, <laughs> and finally, of the of the six that we're aware of now, um, do you want to do you want to take this one, Chris? Yeah, this is a cover, actually. This is um, Inshin Denshin. You've got to help yourself. Featuring, t- t- I don't know, how, how do you want it? Tagara? Tagara. Tagara, who's a, a Japanese MC. Um, um, she's is, a not a pretty young lady. You can hear this song, uh, we'll, we'll play a bit for you right now. Yeah, it's a it's a cover of a, um, a 1983 Yellow Magic Orchestra song. Um, and, well, here it is. See how the world goes round. Now, think about Yellow Magic Orchestra. We we were we were sure that the band had talked about them before, and we were going back through uh, you know some old interview pieces before we were going to do this. Um, and it was um, a Yellow Magic Orchestra song, um, well actually a Yellow Magic Orchestra album um, that Jesse said first got him into music back when he was a uh, you know knee high to a to a man, um, back when he was a toddler that his parents listened to all the time. And I just wonder if this is how the the influence has seeped into Keen themselves because it's I, I don't think it's something that. Um, Tim, Tom and Richard have talked about before I don't think so, no I, I, I've seen uh, a clip of this song on YouTube and the drummer takes lead vocals which I think is brilliant Yeah, No, that's <laughs> it's definitely interesting I'd love to see um, love to see Richard stand up and take some leads um, uh, Thanks to, um, to Keen MX by the way that was where we got that, um, that Jesse Quinn piece from um, So there we go, that's six of the eight what, what do you think so far? There's a, a little bit of a mix there you know, a cover, some collaborations uh, I think it's fascinating, I mean it's it's one of those things which I, I can see why they are desc- they don't want to describe it as an album because it is. It seems to me as though it's a ver- an, an eclectic mix of offcuts, if you see what I mean. Keen mixtape. Um. Well, yeah, that sort of thing. You know, one on which they, you know, they obviously feature heavily, but you know, obviously having um, three tracks which feature other people. Mm. And of course, we don't know about the two other ones. The two yet. others. I was just going to say yesterday we talked about whether Kanye West would feature, and you know, we were presuming he would, and I said actually we don't know if he is. So far, it's not been. It's not been on the official Keen Music announcement, nor in an interview piece that Tom did with News of the World. Yeah. So, is no. it safe to assume that those two tracks could be with uh, Kanye? No. Uh, well, first of all, I think that I think that the first one is, pro- I think one of the two is probably Sovereign Like Cafe. Okay. Um, which I think might have, you know, come to fruition quite late on. If you see what I mean, because yeah. it wasn't finished when they were touring in um, September October time. Right. Um, and given that the, you know, we were saying instead that the, you know it was being mixed in. You know, in the middle of November, mm-hmm. um, it may be that it wasn't finalised in time, or it's still being finalised and will be ready for the time that the EP comes mm-hmm. out. And the, you know, the journalist hasn't heard it yet, and they didn't want to put it in the press release. Um, but also, I mean, 
that leave, does leave one track. And I think it would be fascinating if um, that was the Kanye West track. Um, and that announcement will be held back until, say, you know, just before it comes out, which would really, you know, that would get loads of coverage. Like we were talking Definitely. about yesterday, that would be a really big story. Especially if it was a single as well. I mean, that would be the ideal way to launch this new album and get people talking about it. But yeah, it's. Um, I'm really interested, by the way, you know, the, the way it's come about so far. Yeah. Because um, it's like a new Keen album now after just, you know, just over a year, but with a completely you know a completely new and original spin on the album concept yeah i think it'll definitely surprise a few people the only i have to say the only reservation i always have is how this kind of you know bunch of seemingly unrelated songs are going to hang together um obviously with the way that it's being referred to as you know as night train it's it's more of the, the soundtrack to their world tour rather than you know a lot you know their other albums um, Perfect Symmetry, which was their their experiences in Berlin, mm-hmm. um, Hopes and Fears, which was very much the experiences of being a small band trying yeah. to make it big. Um, it seems to me as though, you know, that might be the main reason why it's not an actual album. Mm. Yeah, um, but I, you know, I can't wait to hear some of it. You know, it seems a bit more. St- maybe it'll be stylistically linked, if not, you know, by the songwriting. Yeah, you know, and with the covers and things it gives them a chance to do things they wouldn't normally do so. yeah it's, to be honest isn't it great to be talking about some new music fantastic so as if that wasn't enough oh, I think it was good enough um, the band have also announced that they are going to be doing a tour of the forests in 2010 forests? forests indeed now um, this this annual tour has been um uh, you know, a fixture in the summer calendar since 2002, um, when Pulp, um, label mates of Keen's, um, yeah. um, so Pulp released an album called We Love Life, and that had a song called The Trees, came out as a single, and it was a tribute to um, the trees that produce the air that we breathe. breathe. Um, and so they did a tour of the forests um, the following summer in 2002 um, to promote the record and to promote the English countryside and it was so successful that um, the Forestry Commission have, have organised um, strings of dates every summer since a um, uh, bunch uh, of artists have played them Ian Brown uh, the Zootons um, Elbow did it last year I remember embracing it a few years ago yeah um, lesser acts like Simply Red as well um, usually they're, they're, they're sort of a, a little bit lower key I think mm-hmm. um, Not, I'm not saying that they're sort of acoustic shows but they're certainly not you know like full on you know like big sort of screens and lights and things. A bit more like the Uniwim Chapel show, perhaps? I think so. I mean, I, I should emphasise, I've not, I've not been to these shows. This is, this is from how one has been described to me. Yeah. So, um, anyway, those dates um, for your diary. Um, the tour starts on the 10th of June at Thetford Forest in Suffolk. Then follows on the next day at Bedbury Pinetum, Kent. That's a home date, apparently, uh, as it's so close to battle. Um... 18th of June, uh, Western Bert Arboretum in Gloucestershire. And then the following day, the Sunday, is 19th of June, Sherwood Pine Forest in Nottinghamshire. Then Saturday, 25th of June, Dalby Forest in North Yorkshire. Followed by the last day of the tour, 26th of June, Cannock Chase Forest, Staffordshire. Now, um, a couple of those are actually home dates for, for Chris and I. Um, I don't know how close... I think Dalby Forest is not too far away from where, where you live. Yeah, it's quite close, I suppose, yeah. You, know, you can get, get down there in an hour or so. Um... I um I from Gloucestershire. I used to go to Western Port Arboretum um quite a lot when I was a kid. Actually, um I'm looking forward to going there to see the show. I think it'll be quite um quite fun, really. I'm looking at my diary right now to see what day those are all on. 
Is that is they are Saturday Sunday Saturday Sunday Saturday Sunday? That's very convenient. Now, what this means is that I'll um, be going home. <laughs> well, what this means is that um, the twenty fifth and twenty sixth of June are the Saturday and Sunday of this year's Glastonbury Festival. Um, which means that if they're going to play there, it would have to be on the Friday, which is actually being headlined by their former label mates and touring partners, U2. Ah, interesting. Interesting, um, interesting <laughs> uh, And as we stated last time, well, yesterday, we'd expect to see some low-key dates to preview the release, probably around Easter time. Um, yeah, and then some headline shows in May to coincide with the release itself, in addition to those forest dates, of course. And then... Um, possibly one or two festivals around sort of June, early July, that sort of thing, and then I would assume that might end up being it for this uh, for this sort of release. Yeah, it's funny though how we thought Perfect Symmetry has kind of fizzled out, and and now it's all kicking off again, oh, re-energized. Um, it's interesting though how um, certainly Keen, not the you know not the first album to produce an album, then an EP, you know, within a year or so of it uh, of it coming out. Yeah. So may- maybe this is the. Um, yeah, the um, obviously the Coldplay one. Um, so maybe this is going to be a, I don't know, a new trend, a new trend in the marketplace. Um, but yeah, those are those are your dates. Six dates uh, in forests in England next summer. So that's all from this hastily pulled together forty um, seventh edition of Beyond the Iron Sea. Yep, you can email us your thoughts about all the news at mailbox at beyondtheinc.com and keep up with us on our Twitter at beyondinc on Twitter. Wonderful. Um, we'll be back quite soon, we hope, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll be talking a little bit about what you think about this new release and the dates. Um, do get in touch with us and we'll be back with you soon. <laughs>